Blog Talk Radio. Describe the pain of seeing you crumple It's divided we fall And I'm seeing a stumble I've got this weight on my shoulders And I think we're in trouble So I wash away my dreams And watch them leaving a puddle With no rebuttal Then you fog up the mirrors with the smoke that you're blowing But we are the heroes and we are the chosen The reason they fear us, cause these guns are loaded If they're killing our people, then we have to show them an unprecedented event and terrorist attack on our country or was it a false flag attack that was going to head into different intentions 
This is Jamie Joshua live here tonight. When I started doing this radio show in the beginning of this year, I knew that this anniversary was going to come up. Tomorrow is September 11th, 2014, the 13-year anniversary of the attacks. And um, 9-11 is always like a nerve-wracking day because, you know, the terrorists always want to celebrate the attacks in some way, shape, or form, you know, be it overseas and trying to bomb an embassy or kill our troops or even the uh, attacks that we've been able to thwart that happened there they were trying to do in New York different times, D.C. and other things. So the thing about 9-11, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle on this. Like uh, I've never met anyone that was in the middle. <laughs> like in life, you either believe the official story or you believe the conspiracy theories that are out there or you have your own theories. So I you know, pretty much invited everyone to listen to the show and call in if you'd like to give your thoughts. Uh, Number to call in is 718-664-6482. That's 718-664-6482. Call in anytime from now till 1145. I might be coming back on at midnight too. But um, yeah, basically everyone remembers where they were. This was the most videotaped, most photographed event in our of our time, September 11th, which is why it angers me at some points where different things that I'm going to be discussing that people say didn't happen when clearly it was on live television. <laughs> so we're going to get into as much of this as we can. Um, as far as where I was when the event happened, uh, I had to work that night, but uh, my brother woke me up in the morning and said that a plane had just flown into the World Trade Center. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I woke up and started watching the TV. And uh, it had significance to me because when I was a kid, uh, my aunt and uh, uncle at the time uh, lived in Long Island, New York. So, like, during the summer, you know, we would go there <laughs> for, like, a week or whatever it was. And I've been on top of the World Trade Center as a kid. Now, this was before they stopped letting people on the observation deck. And, you know, I believe it was around a year later that the first bombing happened. So it was really close to where... <laughs> I could have been there, and I could have been a victim from this uh, building being attacked. A lot of people forget that the World Trade Center was attacked in 1993. They uh, let off some truck bombs, and they thought that blowing the building up from, you know, at the core, at the very bottom, would bring the building down. But in fact, it did not. It caused like a huge hole, <laughs> and um. A lot of propaganda, a lot of things you see on these conspiracy theories now with the World Trade Center and crosshairs and different, you know, things like this. Those were all made because and after that target by the terrorists. So, I mean, certain things like when we, when we see these conspiracy theories, like I love watching the stuff like Loose Change um, is a big one. Like they're highly entertaining to me. You know, I've watched – a lot of those kind of things over the past 13 years, and I've, I've also watched a lot of, you know, official things by CNN and CBS News and different DVDs. I have different DVDs and books that I've bought and read, and, and I mean, I, I probably have a library that I've ascertained as far as September 11th goes. I'd say around 40 hours of material and different shows, and so I mean, I've studied it, and if, and if you've studied it, you know over all this time, and you find your opinion changing as 
because mine has changed over the years as far as a couple different things, but also has not changed as far as other things. So what I'm going to be doing is just going through this, these notes that I wrote, just uh, certain key points, what could be smoking guns or the, the main things about the official story and then the conspiracy uh, theories. Um, I want to start out with um, something called a PDB. <laughs> now, uh, George W. Bush was the president at the time of the attacks, killer president. In fact, Al Gore may have won the election, but be that as it may, <laughs> um, George W. Bush was president, and um, you get something every day. You can even still get it even when you're out of office. It's called a presidential daily brief, and it's uh, prepared by the CIA. And uh, it's your right as a as a former president to even continue to get the uh, PDBs. I mean, I know a lot of ex-presidents don't, like Bill Clinton still does. But um, anyway, this was one prepared by the CIA and given to George Bush on Monday, August 6, 2001. And uh, the title of the PDB was Bin Laden Determined to Strike in U.S. Now, in the PDB, it warned of threats by Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda like one thing being they are planning for attacks in the US including aircraft hijacking now that that was said 36 days before the attack now the only conclusion i can come to is knowing that knowing how air, airport security is now versus how it was then like all these terrorists had like real shady-looking documents and fucked-up-looking passports, <laughs> yet they were able to get through. All 19 of them got through and got on the planes, the four different planes that they hijacked. Whereas nowadays, you know, I go to an airport. <laughs> like, I remember being in Chicago on the way to or back from Vegas, can't remember at the time, in 2012. I was pulled out of line, and I was, like, given the pat-down and the further search and they were like, never mind, it's just sweat <laughs> like when they were touching my armpits. So, I mean, like, now, ever since September 11th, much like after Columbine and the school shootings, like, the security's really been beefed up and things. But uh, if you hear that Bin Laden, who had already attacked um, a U.S. ship in 1998, he was one of the top ten, you know, most wanted, if not number one, Osama Bin Laden, spelled with a U, I don't know how over the years how it became an O and Osama. That doesn't matter, but he was clearly a wanted uh, uh, terrorist already. And if you hear that he is going to, uh, you know, attack the U.S. again and, you know, hijack planes, then uh, you would think that uh, you would have beefed up the security back then, <laughs> like uh, to where it is now, like uh, – you know, something's something coming here. Like I said, this this was just blown off by George W. Bush. But my, my conclusion on it is he knew. He knew that this was going to happen. Something was going to happen. Now, of course, you, you can't know when or can you because, you know, we have thwarted some attacks and intercepted chatter since September 11th. So... Uh, my opinion, my personal opinion is George W. Bush knew he just didn't give a shit. <laughs> like just blew it off. But then in the aftermath of that, he used it as a reason to go to Iraq. <laughs> of all things, like uh, yeah, we were just uh, attacked by Osama bin Laden and Al Qaeda. 
yeah, let's go to Iraq, you know, and try to kill my daddy's enemy, Saddam Hussein. He's got weapons of mass destruction, which uh, so much talk about that, but those were never found. Like, another, another key thing here, and that, that's why a lot of people feel like this was, you know, a false flag attack because of the motives of Bush, really, after the attack and doing those things and passing the Patriot Act and being able to spy on people, you know, having, having unprecedented power throughout his whole presidency because of of the, the Patriot Act and different things that were passed, even by uh, some congressman's uh, was sick on a bed, and yet, you know, sick and disoriented, they had him sign off on it. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, that's the first thing, the first real alarming smoking gun as to how, you know, people became perplexed as far as September 11th and their might. This this might might have been a false flag attack on our country. But um, the other thing is a conspiracy theorist always point out that no high-rise buildings have ever fallen due to a fire. And uh, you can see videos of some vicious fires, like burning huge, huge, like over 100-story buildings for 12 hours, 16 hours, and those buildings don't fall. But uh, they also, you know, in most cases are fires. They weren't hit by, you know, 747 jets. So the thing about the World Trade Center, the way that it was built, now... That's that people say that it's a miracle, you know, and they were really, really well constructed since they stood as long as they did. Like um, the uh, North Tower was hit first; it was hit pretty high up. The South Tower was hit about 30 minutes later on live television. Again, um, not halfway, not in the middle of the building, but kind of like, I don't know, kind of a little bit above that. And that tower fell first because of the fact, as uh, most architects and engineers would clearly point out, that uh, the impact zone on the south tower, even though it, you know, it was hit second, that fell first because it's carrying a greater load of all those floors above it than the north tower was. Now, these floor trusses in the World Trade Center that actually held the floors together, you know, when you compromise those, you know, again, they're there for a reason, you know. It's not a fire inside the building. It's like the actual structure of the building had been damaged. And these floor trusses are just like, I don't know, like not even the six inches long connected with one bolt. <laughs> I mean, just that's all that's holding these floors up. And the uh, inside of the building was just drywall. It wasn't concrete. Like, say, the Empire State Building gets hit with a plane, doesn't fall. That's a concrete structure. The World Trade Center was drywall on the inside, which, you know, you can, like, punch through with your fist, even if you're a five-year-old kid. And that's why there was only one passable stairwell in the towers when people were trying to climb down the stairs, so most people weren't able to escape above the impact zones. Because the World Trade Center was just built like a, to cut costs, they had cheap spray-on fireproofing, et cetera, et cetera. Now, it did not look like a hot fire, a fire hot enough to melt steel. But I don't think that a melting the steel uh, was really what brought the building down. Um, some people think bombs were planted inside the building because they were hearing explosions. Like, uh, I heard a second explosion. Uh, you know, 
that's all the footage that uh, conspiracy theorists, you know, always like to go to. They like to say their point and then say, well, people are saying they heard a second explosion. Well, that that could be taken out of context. That They could have been talking about the second plane that hit. They could have been talking about when someone jumped and landed, you know, a jumper that jumped out of the buildings. On uh, the CBS documentary that came out about a year after the attacks called 9-11 about a firefighter just starting, so they were filming everything, like lots of footage there from inside the lobby of the World Trade Center. And you've heard, like, any time, like, somebody had jumped out of those buildings and landed, it sounded like an explosion. All of that stuff could be taken out of context. Again, like, like that's something you have to keep in mind. But, uh, yeah, the building fell at free fall speed, south tower in approximately one hour, north tower approximately two hours. But, um, one thing about the World Trade Center number seven was not struck by a plane. <laughs> that was that a, th- a third tower fell on 9/11. In case you didn't know, World Trade Center number seven. Uh, I put up a picture to promote me doing the show and talking about all these the official story and the conspiracies, and I made it a point that that picture was showing World Trade Center number seven looking perfectly fine after the towers fell, just surrounded by the dust cloud. Now, there is video of a fire inside the building. Um, that leads to a top five conspiracies, theories about 9-11. A guy named Larry Silverstein, if you've never heard of him, he signed a lease on the entire World Trade Center complex on July 24, 2001. Like he bought the World Trade Center. Now, something else he did, he had an insurance policy taken out on the World Trade Center that specifically covered terrorist attacks, as he knew that the, you know, the building had been attacked before. So, you know, you're, you know if you're going to invest your money in something, you know, <laughs> like you want to make sure that it's a good investment. But uh, is that all it was? Because, you know, that's a pretty bad day for you if the World Trade Center complex you just bought – it's blown up two and a half months after you bought it. So uh, to basically sum up about this, Larry Silverstein, who's now, I believe, 83 years old as we speak, still owns World Trade Center, but uh, he's been in court for this whole time, you know, different issues with the Port Authority and people. What do we do with the site, the World Trade Center site? You know, some see it as hollow ground. Some think we should rebuild. Um and, of course, one World Trade Center is, is the result, not the Freedom Tower, as it was originally planned to be. But um, he took out this insurance policy on it and uh, viewed it for several years because uh, he was trying to say, well, I should be paid for two attacks <laughs> since two planes hit. So it was a big thing in the court that was disputed. But uh, in the end, the settlement was reached in 2007. And the insurers agreed to pay out four and a half billion dollars. So Larry Silverstein, <laughs> this old bastard. <laughs> Again, I don't know the guy personally, but you know, just call him an old bastard for the hell of it. I'm trying to entertain here. <laughs> um, he actually got four and a half billion dollars. Now he would have liked seven. Like he was pushing for seven billion. And um, I don't know. I, I I've never seen the number that he actually paid to acquire and rent the World Trade Center. Like, he would, he would say, like, look, I bought this. I'm paying for this, like, every day, and there's no building here. 
You know, he would look like an innocent guy. Or was he? <laughs> was he not an innocent guy? Was it all planned? And that's one of the uh, conspiracies out there. If this was all planned, and for all these people to get rich and have unprecedented power, and it was all planned by the government, well, Larry Silverstein, certainly people would be pointing fingers at him because he's the guy that actually bought the World Trade Center and got paid $4.5 billion. Anyway, uh, I don't know where I was before that fact. Some have come out and used his words against him, though, because there's a video clip of him talking about how they were trying to put that fire out in World Trade Center number 7, and he got a call from the fire department and saying that, yeah, it's possible we could put this fire out. But then he said, you know, no, we've seen too many lives lost today. We don't want to lose any more firefighters, so pull it. You know, pull it has been taken out of context. Now, that would lead to saying pull it, control demolition, take the building down, like how we took down the first two towers. And that's what conspiracy theories, you know, Ferris over the years have tried to say. When, in fact, you can find that full video of Larry Silverstein talking, and pull it was in reference to the fact that they were pulling the rest, you know, the putting out the fire <laughs> operation and trying, you know, just, just screw that, watch it, watch World Trade Center number seven burn and fall. So you can look at it both ways. I've heard there was a lot of things in the World Trade Center number seven they wanted destroyed, just as on the side of the Pentagon that got hit, had a lot of information and lost money, like, a problem was solved when the plane or the missile hit the Pentagon to where it it covered up a huge sum of money. But I'm not I'm not too sure about that particular side of things. It's not something I've studied or researched that much, so I don't really want to go into it. Maybe somebody else has some information about that. <laughs> um, yeah, no high-rise buildings have ever fallen due to a fire. These buildings fell because of the planes hitting it. But still, World Trade Center number seven should not have fell, in my opinion. <laughs> so that's 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 one thing about September 11th. Like that's changed. Like my my opinion on it has changed, you know, over the years. Now, that's something I'm not too sure about. Because you know, World Trade Center Tower one and two were compromised. World Trade Center number seven. Now, <laughs> That building shouldn't have fallen, you know. Anyway, moving on here um, to the fact that a lot of people say these were not actual airplanes that flew into the building, and they were drones. <laughs> like, if you'll get on YouTube and look up conspiracy theories, whatever. You'll see a lot of people, like, trying to make it seem as if these were not actual planes that flew into the building. That well, while they look like planes... They're actually drones. Like there weren't actually people on those planes. Now, again, it really seems like I'm backing up the official story at this point, besides for Bush. But you know, for this to be true, this would mean that every air traffic controller, you know, would have had to have been a part of the conspiracy. Every family member that lost someone would have to be lying. Like everyone that was on those planes that crashed into the buildings and then the one in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, that nobody seems to give a shit about. <laughs> um, everybody would have to be lying, like uh, just lying for that conspiracy to be true. And how many, you know, 
hundreds of thousands of the shows have been made and talking to you know the victims' families and all of those people are lying. The air traffic controllers would not be able to see a drone on their radar now, would they? Aren't drones meant to go undetected? <laughs> so, like, uh, if that's true, like all those talking people would have to be lying for for that that part of the conspiracy to be true. And you know, besides being you know very disrespectful to you know the victims' families and anyone that lost a loved one on that day, you know that's that's a piece of business that I I've never been able to wrap my head around. <laughs> people that really truly believe that you know they never doubt the people that actually you can see on television jumping out of the buildings uh, you know as far as all the people that were on the planes <laughs> that died um yeah no they weren't really planes there were no civilians on there and one vi- one thing tried to say that a plane landed in cleveland like, <laughs> like it, it, all the people got off and i'm like how many people would have to be lying for this for this uh, conspiracy to be true? A whole lot. So if that is the case, then you know, like, uh, you know how hard it is for like just one thing. Like, say you're at work and somebody says something, you know, oh, don't tell nobody. <laughs> well, like, you know, like, uh, eventually that person is going to tell someone, and then maybe that person will tell the next person, and the thing, and the whole story ends up in like getting a little bit twisted from the facts and what really happened, but, you know, if there was, like, a lie here, you know, you would have came out by now. Just like uh, people that believe that Osama bin Laden is still alive, it's pretty much like Obama, who I did vote for, said. He said, well, people may not believe it now, since we're not releasing a picture on television of a guy's fucking head blown off, but, you know, they will believe that bin Laden is dead when they no longer get any more audio tapes or videos of and it's been a few years now. We haven't seen any audio tapes <laughs> or videos, new videos from Bin Laden. And that makes me sad because that used to be my only way to score with chicks. I would tell chicks, like, hey, I got the new Bin Laden tape. You want to come over? <laughs> so basically, that's, that's been a bad for me, the death of Bin Laden. Well, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> I talk about the Pentagon yet. Or, okay, before the Pentagon, Muhammad Atta. Y'all know him, my homie Muhammad Atta. Well, he was like the main like leader of the 19 hijackers that uh, you know got on the planes and carried the box cutters. They used to practice with the box cutter on camels. Like they would slit camels' throats in the terrorist camps and training. So you know it's real easy to slit a human being's throat on a plane once you're really used to slitting camels' throats. Well, I mean that's kind of disturbing. I shouldn't be saying that. But, uh, you know, fact. But, yeah, Muhammad Atta, uh, the homie, as I call him, yeah, he was uh, pretty much not the mastermind behind the attacks by any means, but kind of like, you know, you have to have a guy to lead those other fucks and be the leader and everything. So uh, he was, uh, uh, I can't remember which plane he was on, you know, if you're really that interested in, but he flew into one of the two towers and, you know, died, you know, which again, you know, very disturbing all of this, like, behavior and why you'd be so willing to attack and kill yourself for this cause, and I mean, it's just, it's beyond my comprehension, you know, and certainly not something I'm going to do, you know, anyway, uh, 
Somebody said that Muhammad Ali was still alive, basically. That's what I'm trying to get to. After, shortly after 9-11, they'd seen or talked to Mr. Muhammad Atta. Oh, yeah, he's doing fine. You know, it came on like September 13th or 14th or 15th. Well, basically, my opinion on that is uh, Muhammad is a very common name. <laughs> and like like a lot of people have it. I don't doubt that there's like more than one Muhammad Atta. So, I mean, there's another Jamie Joshua out there. He lives in California. He's like a surfer. He has a wife. And he's like complete opposite of me. But <laughs> I don't doubt that this other Muhammad Atta was, was seen or spoken to. I don't doubt that there's 10 Muhammad Atta's. But it was not the Muhammad Atta on video, you know, surveillance from the airport getting on the plane and then attacking us. <laughs> So that, that's, my, that's my opinion. That's my, that's my thought of that. And people have said that Muhammad Atta is still alive. <laughs> anyway, as far as the, I guess now to the, close this out, uh, the Pentagon to get to that. Um, the main conspiracy there is that it was a cruise missile that hit the Pentagon and not a plane. Now this gets to the real shocking news, because I know a lot of these things I've said have, have been reported in the official story and then on conspiracy, you know, theory videos and then just my opinion, but this is one that's like, I saved for last because a lot of people may not know this, because I didn't know this until a couple of years ago when I randomly found the video footage, but um, people say they only released a few still-framed images of the explosion, which we all remember from after September 11th, you know, they didn't show a video, they didn't have a video, they said that the you know, officials were showing up and taking all the videos from the gas stations and all the cameras around there. And, you know, why wouldn't they? You know, if, if a gas station gets robbed, you know, the cops come to the videos. <laughs> but anyway, no videos of the Pentagon. Why, why are there no videos of the Pentagon? One of the most protected buildings in the world, they won't release the footage of the plane flying into the Pentagon. So it had to have been a missile, this and that. Um... This is not true. Because on YouTube, if you go down there right now, do a little digging. In fact, just, just search 9-11 conspiracies debunks the top five. I know that video has it, but also there's just standalone videos that are longer and show you a couple different angles where you can actually see the, the tail section of the plane heading towards the building. Something else is in the way, like a truck. It's kind of hard to see. But you can see the actual plane flying into the Pentagon. Now, you know, the, when I found this, I was probably watching something, some kind of video about 9-11, and then randomly fumbled into it on YouTube. But uh, it was hard for me to see at first. I'm like, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. But then when I finally saw it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the plane. <laughs> Clearly see it for like two seconds, and then the big fireball. So that's the one thing that, a lot of people may not know because I didn't find the video myself till a couple of years ago. So certainly if all these years you've never, you've always thought that there was no video showing a plane flying into the Pentagon all year long because there is. But yeah, why didn't the wings leave it indent as they did on the towers? I don't know. <laughs> the Pentagon's certainly a lot stronger than the towers. They probably just folded. You know, they say that no photographs were taken showing any parts of the plane at the site of the Pentagon. Well, again, go to that video I told you about or just Google it or whatever. There's at least two dozen <laughs> pictures from that day or videos showing parts of the plane on the Pentagon, people carrying them, all of that. So as far as that, 
conspiracy, I'm just going to have to say that that's horseshit. <laughs> a plane did fly into the Pentagon. There were parts everywhere. There were pictures of it and evidence. So, yeah. Basically, um, to conclude this, uh, I had some people that were going to join me and be on a panel for the show. No, a couple of them are, couldn't get free for it. But, uh, I would like to know everyone's opinion on on September 11th and uh, what they really think. And uh, I just said mine. So maybe I'll uh, do, do a show in the future and uh, talk to people and really get, get why you think it was a conspiracy. Because uh, my main thing is, yeah, World Trade Center number seven shouldn't have fell. Like, uh, that fire was not that intense. The building wasn't damaged in, to that degree, or I've seen huge skyscrapers damaged and burning for 15 hours, and they didn't fall. Like, uh, that building shouldn't have fell. That's the main thing over the years that uh, um, I think, and of course, not giving a shit, <laughs> just using it as an excuse to try to go in a go after Saddam Hussein and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of things that came after this uh, are highly in question to me, uh, for the most part. I believe the official story. I don't understand why a lot of people don't. When you really break down and look at the facts, as as I just did on the show, I think it's almost, I think it's almost like a, an impossible, unprecedented scenario that we're all faced with kind of like, uh, you know, heaven and hell and how people view that. Like, uh, most people are one way or the other. And, uh, I don't know. I really wanted to have and get a second opinion on this, but uh, nobody's calling in. <laughs> but yeah, I had a Sophia Samariachi sign, had some, um, steak fajitas, some margaritas, and so very unprofessional of me to do that right before a show, but uh, I, I'm not like drunk or anything, so I was able to get through this. And <laughs> anyway, I'm just looking back to see if there's anything that I really wanted to say that I may not have said about all, all of this, these events of September 11th. You know, hopefully, we never have to see anything like this happen again in our in our lifetimes. You know, over 3,000 people. In one day, it's just bad. Uh, you know, a lot of people will also take that. Like, not a, anything bad that happens, they'll say, well, it's not as bad as this. It's not as bad as this. It's not as bad as this. <laughs> like, uh, how do you, you know, with 3,000 or one person, you know, death is shitty. It's terrible. Like, like uh, really, uh, how do you stop it? I think that clearly... You know, however much we don't give credit to the government or the CIA, I think they're doing a damn good job because nothing like this has happened since. You look at, you know, place was bombed in 93. You look at the bombing in Oklahoma when the Olympics bombed. <laughs> you look at all that stuff. You know, Boston happened. That was two jack-offs, Sarnias and shit. Did that. Again, for what reason? I've, 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 I haven't studied it, so I don't know, and I don't want to have to go and say yeah, from Bin Laden, 9-11, to uh, the impact that this has on us, like, uh, 
Would you really want to go up in a high office building? Would you really want to fly on a plane after September 11th? I wouldn't. Um, but, you know, time goes by. And had I done the show, you know, 12 years ago, it would have seemed a lot more important, but I still think it's important. I think because I've met so many people that, you know, just believe uh, whatever it is, zeitgeist or, or whatever is presented to them, and uh, just seem to make a choice to uh, not really look at the facts that I presented, which are all facts that can't be disputed or said on the show. But as far as government, they are getting rich off of this. They uh, sent us to Iraq. They don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not at all condoning the government or what's going on. I'm just talking about what happened on that day. It was, in fact, terrorists. And uh, Bin Laden knew actually uh, some of his future plans, had it not found them in the compound, were to assassinate President Obama and General Petraeus. And again, that was something I didn't even know until like three weeks ago. But, uh, you know, they found hard drive after hard drive and <laughs> a bunch of stuff in that compound. And those were some of his uh, future plans had, had, had he been able to do it. You know, he couldn't really get on a cell phone or <laughs> leave that compound or interact with anyone anymore. I don't know. Uh, you know, leave it up to the next terrorist fuck to try to assassinate Obama. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the uh, impact that this has on on us, like, uh, as far as not feeling safe, um, as far as the government is concerned, you really shouldn't. Because uh, we're talking about some real, a whole other discussion there. I mean, uh, there's no reason to be fighting wars we shouldn't be fighting. There's absolutely no reason other than for other people to get rich and for the U.S. to just try to dominate everything and get oil and, and uh, petroleum. Anything, anything of the future, you know, U.S. is going to want to, they don't care who they who they kill, and if, if it's our troops, you know, most troops that get signed up at 18, you know, so they're poor, you know, from whether it be from Flint, Michigan, as Michael Moore documented, or you know, Columbus, Ohio, you know, that oh, we'll pay for your college, this or that, you know, if if you survive Afghanistan, or there's a lot of people going, if you survive Iraq, you know, so I'm saying like, as far as the government and all of them, Halliburton and companies. The Dick Cheney's of the world profit when we're at war. Like, I'm not condoning that or anything at all. But I am saying that, you know, though it may not have happened yet, like, uh, it could be the terrorists fucking up and, and not being on their job and, you know. Or, you know, the country is actually, the government is, you know, intercepting and chattering and stopping a lot of attacks that. What has happened in the past 13 years that they wanted to pull off? So, you know, it's a tough thing, but when you look at 9-11 and you really look at all the facts and you don't just ignore it because you don't want to believe it or go this way or that way, it's really not that tough. So that's 9-11, the official story. This happened. Um, do not believe there was a conspiracy. I do believe that George W. Bush blew it off. <laughs> And uh, really dropped the ball and didn't give a shit. <laughs> That's the first thing, you know, because people were trying to tell him that Bin Laden was going to attack us, and he did nothing. <laughs> like now we do things. <laughs> but um, 
in the, the, the whole state of the world is pretty much going mad and gone mad. And um, D1 and copyright, I'm going to tell you all about that right now. Then it's shit. Call the cab back, lady. I drove myself half crazy. My math's bad, baby. Maybe that's why the 
rat laps pay me. Maybe they wanna know how psycho a psycho with rifle clips, get with night scopes and eyeful tips. I floss scope and aim, target practice with high beams. Floss scope and aim like I'm practicing hygiene. No war should just keep on, no war should just keep on. I'm added to that list, they got immortal techniques on. Oh. 